The Mac Voices Live Commencement Address, Part 3. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com newsletter and stay up to date. This is the third and final part of our Mac Voices Live commencement address, where our panel offers their insights and advice to those graduating from high school or college this year. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. All right, so I guess it's my time. Um, I I don't think, I I think my second one might spill over a little bit into some of the things some of the other folks have said, but I don't think it's said it quite the same way. But my first thing, I I guess, my first thing is a bit more pragmatic. Um, You know, you're you're coming out of school somewhere, some at, at some level. And sooner or later, you know, that you may be going to more school or you may be, um, you know, you may be going into the working world. So I want to encourage you to to do the basics and get the basics right. And it seems like this is something that doesn't get focused on much. Uh, Something as simple as get yourself a calendar, get yourself a contact book or an address book. And, you know, the best one in the world right now, you've got a better one than any of us have ever had before right here in your hand. Remember, make notes of all the people you meet because you never know where you're going to meet them again. Something as simple as just be on time or be early. You know, you can set an alarm real easy on on your phone to if, to remind you that hey, I'm I'm supposed to be at this appointment or I'm supposed to be on this Zoom call or you know I've, I've got to make that phone call or whatever. Um, it's those little things that they seem like so minor, but they will distinguish you. Um, you know, I'm 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 appalled at the number of people I know that are just habitually late. That's just the way they live their lives, and it, uh, you know, and, and to my way of thinking, that shows no respect for the other people they're interacting with. You know, they're saying that their time is more important than anything, and most of the people I'm thinking about, their time is definitely not worth more than my time. You know, if if yeah. it's you know if it's a president. Or you know, or something of that nature. Maybe their time is worth more, and we all know that emergencies happen and you know situations occur. But if you develop that reputation for being early, being on time, then when those things do happen, it will suddenly seem like the aberration that it is. That again, that sounds so simple, but just you know, showing up and doing some of those basic things will put you in in a good place. And I I, I push toward that because I think that. Being successful, whatever that means, whether it's happiness or money or position or whatever, it's a lot more fun to be successful, and it gives you a lot more opportunities than to do everything that the folks here have talked about, creating those balances, doing things you want the way you want to do them. So, you know, just adopt some of the basics, and it will serve you well. I don't care what you're doing. Um, you know, whether you're going on to higher education or whether you're going into the working world, it'll make a huge difference. The second one I, I really struggled with because th- there's several I'd like to put in in position number two. But I, I think that one of the things I've learned is that I want to take advantage of every opportunity to do something, to learn something, to be exposed to something. You may not like it. You may find that whatever it is that you've exposed yourself to, you don't care for. That's great. 
you can, you know, put that in your, in your mental checklist of, well, I really don't want to do that. But every time you experience something, you, you experience it. You have something now in your saddlebag that says, Hey, I, you know, I did that one time, or I tried that one time. And so whether it's, you know, something like riding a horse or going water skiing or jumping out of an airplane or whatever, if you get the chance to do it, if you get the chance to meet someone, you know, even if you have nothing to say to them, by all means, meet them, you know, because they're humans too. And it, again, it sounds so simple, but it's kind of profound when you get a little farther down the road and realize, gee, I could have done this. I could have done that. I wish I had. Um, or you're sitting in, in a, a business meeting or you're sitting in an interview and somebody says, have you ever? And you can say, yeah, you know, yeah, I did. You know, I, I didn't do it for long or I didn't do much of it, but I, I remember doing that. And so you end up being able to relate to more people about more things. You become a broader person. And I think, in my opinion, a happier person because you've had those experiences. And so at the very least, you have you, you have fewer regrets because you don't have to look back and say, gee, I wish I should have. I, I wish I could have. I, you know, maybe I should have done that. Um, th- those are my two two big ones. You know, I. I I don't know how you guys feel about those, because I think, Mark, some of that spills over a little bit into what you were saying. Uh, Jeff, I think some of it spills over into you, yours as well. So, Chuck, I would point out you know, your your second point um, dovetails into uh, you know one thing that uh, it's really the importance of relationships. And uh, one, it's it, it's good to form. It's good to form uh, genuine, open, honest, bilateral. Uh, beneficial relationships because they pay returns. You know, it may not be, you know, two hours from now, it may be two weeks, two years, two decades from now, but staying in touch with people and building good working, uh, good personal relationships with, with people is important. And maybe just to score that and underline it is uh, we all know somebody who you never want to work with them because you know, nothing is ever two way is, you know, they always go, they always seem to get, you know, they always seem to get the best of, you know, anything that you do. And you, you don't want to be that person. You want to be, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, more uh, uh, collegiate. Um, and then I think maybe the other thing on that is personal relationships last longer and change slower than technology does. Technology changes every couple of years. Personal relationships will go on, you know, much longer. So uh, if you're doing that, you know, for success in the workplace or for a personal relationship, you know, with your friends, um, it's worth investing the time uh, in people. And uh, one thing I would say sort of after your, after your first uh, part A of a uh, bunch of, uh, you know, how-tos, the other thing uh, I was thinking of adding in a, in sort of a humorous way, uh, but serious as well, is answer your phone. Um, you know, people use you know, phones to screen people out and avoid people. Point. Ultimately, ultimately, you, you, you need you need human contact, and you know, some things can't be boiled down to a short little, uh, you know, you know, LinkedIn message or something like that. So you need to be open to being contacted and. Um, and then ultimately, uh, you know, either it leads to something or it doesn't, but, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, don't shy away from the human contact 
you know, or if if that's not for you, make sure you find a job where you can absolutely minimize human contact, but you can't get away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck. I mean, oh, Jeff. I, uh, I I extrapolated out quite a bit from your your first point, you know, which was get some sort of organizer tool and uh, have your have your schedule and be early and keep track of all the people you're meeting. And I immediately extrapolated that out to you are the creator of your integrity. Don't let anyone take that away from you. Um, I, I was. Mine was a bit more how to, but but yeah, you, you that is the great extrapolation, Jeff. You're absolutely right. I'll You're I'll right. also say I'll also say on your second point, you know, it was what I just said about uh, learning learning more things, and and you'll it uh, you'll be it'll be more enjoyable in the future. You have uh, you you do very well as as well as I do. Just spend the time. Just you want to focus on something, you'll learn it, and 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 if you do that you're going to be successful. And yeah, I, I do that all the time. And I, I knew you and I are very much alike when it comes to that. I would key on uh, Jeff's word integrity, because I think that's very important, you know, because in many times, uh, especially if you're in uh, you know, business situations, there are always shortcuts and always things you can do. Yeah. And um, you only have one life, you only have one name, you know, you only have one integrity. You know, it takes years to build it. And, um, you know, if you sacrifice it, you know, you're just you know, flushing down the storm drain, everything you know, you've worked hard for. So, you know, unless you're able to steal $20 billion in a perfect crime, uh, don't sacrifice your integrity. Yeah. I'll, I'll actually, I'll also add, I'll think of that too, as far as integrity, integrity and, um, uh, reputation is probably another word I was thinking. Um, I've 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 really been successful of creating a, my integrity and, re, and my reputation with with my current in my current role, and uh, it's it's a good feeling to know that people that are out there know that that they can rely on me whenever they need something because you know there are some people, and and we all are have been in careers and worked in companies that there's people that's like oh yeah that person that might be tough and this person oh yeah I know it can really depend on that person to do whatever needs to get done, and you know I've 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 found, I've found some some good success when it comes to to that and the, not that I'm trying to you know to say I'm I'm a great great thing here but it's. It is. It's true. I mean, if you don't, if you don't uh, create that reputation uh, in, in your career, you're going to struggle. Yeah. At, at the risk of sounding like I'm trying to tack one on, Mark, I, I wanted to follow up with something you said there, and maybe in a little different way. But I, I was I was super lucky because I had both parents and some really great teachers in high school who taught me that learning is fun. That you know it. it I mean, there's some things, you know, that aren't going to interest you that uh, obviously, but just just flat out learning is fun because then you have something else at your command um, or you have that experience that I that I was talking about. Um, I, I feel so bad for the people who say, you know, well, I've come out of college. I don't need to read anymore. I don't need to do this, do that. My God, you're just getting started, you know, but but it should be a fun thing, not a burden. At the risk of uh, 
really controversial topic, you know, I would point out that a lot of things that, you know, used to be, or still are, you know, very, you know, you, you take, you know, three degrees, sorry, three years for a law school degree, or, you know, many years for a medical degree, that if you think about uh, what's going on with machine learning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, men, some or all of those jobs can be replaced by computer algorithm, algorithms, you know, so, uh, if you're thinking about it from a, a career standpoint, you want to be doing things that are so unique or so oddball or so new that an algorithm can't be written to take advantage of it. Because I was listening to a podcast over uh, the weekend. They were talking about uh, you know, how some set of uh, researchers at uh, IBM were using ML machine learning, you know, in uh, lung, you know, lung uh, you know, image diagnostics. And they're going in and talking about how this is great and how this is going to eliminate all the need for all these doctors. You know, they were presenting this, you know, <laughs> you know, to a, you know, to a seminar of, you know, uh, at a hospital of, you know, about two dozen, you know, two dozen doctors. <laughs> and then, you know, and they went on and they said this. And the, after they said it the third time, you know, you know, the chairman introducing says, you know, you don't get it. You know, you're not going to replace doctors. You know, if you want your program to be successful, you need to present that this is a great aid to assist, you know, the diagnostic skill of the doctor, who is the person who is seating and tr you know, treating the patient, not, you know, not not a you know, computer scanner. So um, long story, just a background that, uh, again, there's sort of you know, today a lot of, you know, highly paid white collar jobs that, you uh, can be replaced. So, you know, think about what you're doing and really understand where you add value over uh, just being a, you know, highly paid, uh, you know, repetitive uh, robot worker, you know, looking at, looking at, uh, looking at images is sort of like, you know, screwing screws on an assembly line. You know, it can, if it can be replaced by a robot, it probably can, be, it will, yeah, it may very well will be in uh, certainly, you know, our or ne next generation's lifetime. So um, again, you know, keep moving and just, just go to the state of the art problems because uh, you know, that's where all the fun is. Mark, the number of people that I hear say, well, my job could never be replaced is fascinating to me because, it, you know, if you step back and look at their jobs, it's like, of course, you know, 80%, 90% of your job, if not 100%, can be absolutely eliminated. And D David and I have seen it in our industry where, you know, certain certain aspects of it, you you used to have to go to somebody and those things, those positions are gone. Or, or they've morphed uh, uh, so, so so much that you barely even recognize them. And th you think about the shift. I mean, we've seen it in grocery stores. We've seen it in airports. You've seen it in so many places of self-serve. And people would rather self-serve than stand in line. You know, I'd, I'd much rather go through the, the, uh, the automated checkout at my local supermarket than stand in line and wait for, you know, five people in front of me to check out. So, you know, that's that's a position that's going away through the use of technology, but it's still going away. But so. Speaking of self-service, I mean, even IT is the, many companies are trying to look to make support more self-service than it has been in the past. You know, 
when I first started, you know, people were in the workforce for a long time until they they retired, you know, a long time ago since I since I've been with with them. So they they were more handholding, and now it's you're seeing more of these new the the, the as who are who we're talking about today. People are going to be graduating have already come through and learned technology when they go to a company, and I see it now. I I mean, there's the, these new these new kids that are just starting in their new roles. I talk to them to get more orientation, and that's probably the last time I'll talk to them because they they're relatively self sufficient when it comes to technology. And and then I reiterate that that's 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 so important. It it it's already happening. I don't think anybody has to do it. They're already doing it. Yeah, I just say I, I think I think kids is uh, is is the is is inappropriate. It's sort of you know, you know young adults, yeah, young adults <laughs> or you know, or entry level, you know, entry level, uh, you know. new additions to the workforce. Yes, there you go, Jeff. That's a good one. Like Fresh that. meat. <laughs> Mr. Poetic, well, you blew it there. You was going to say Mr. Poetic, yeah. correct? And That's then, incorrect. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave, you you mentioned the the whole thing about uh, uh, people coming in to your company now that don't need that same level or type of support that your IT team has historically provided. Mm-hmm. And where some people look at that as a threat to their job, I actually don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Because when you have these people that are coming into your company that have a, a, a higher level of comfort with the technology they're using, that frees up the IT team to take care of the stuff that they really need to be dealing with. I mean, exactly. you're having to deal with... Uh, with managing a lot of equipment and uh, and and always fighting that well that ongoing battle with uh, with attackers that are trying to break into the network and staying yeah. ahead of them and I mean there's so many things that the IT team should be focusing on but okay. in many cases they're having to help someone plug a mouse back into their computer. There you go. <laughs> That's a level one support person that should be handling something like that. Mm-hmm. There's not enough of us level two and higher support folks in the case of technology to to handle like those, like you said, things that we should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. I, I want to point out, you know, before we wrap up here, you know, something that Mark said, I guess, in relation to 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 what I said. Um, you know, think, I, I can look around this panel. And the folks who aren't here tonight that, that can't be. And I can probably name just about the first time that I, I met each one of you. Um, you know, in some cases it was online, in some cases it was in person, might have been at a Mac World or another conference. Um, but you know, I, and and for whatever reason, you know, those relationships fostered, developed, and now you know, we spend the majority of Tuesday nights together, some <laughs> some variation um, yeah. on that panel. And so, yeah, you you never know who you're going to meet and where it's going to take you. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it, again, some of it seems so obvious in hindsight, but I wish I had known a lot of these things or, or had somebody to talk to me or discuss them, you yeah. know, somewhere along the way. So. And even Mark said relationships, those are so important, building those relationships. We've built our relationships with each other here today. Uh, this in this panel and it's been great and and 
I look forward to coming here every week and I look forward to, doing, to working with all of you now. And it's just like, it's like we're, we're, we're really good friends. And that's, that's, that's what, this is one of the, this is probably one of the most unique things that's ever happened in my life when it comes to what we've done here with, with the Smack Voices Live is the fact that we've created all these great relationships with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we have a couple other, some of us have a couple of those relationships in common on other shows with, you know, a, a different set uh, or subset <laughs> of people. So, you know, it just, it, it, it is all about human, human interaction, but it doesn't necessarily have to be face to face. I mean, I feel like, I feel like most of my best friends are live, not necessarily in my city, in my state, you know, in some cases, even in my country. You know, yeah, but m- most of my friends. best friends aren't in my time zone. Yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah, there's another demarcation, Jeff. Yeah. Good. I, I've felt like that way for decades, but really recently it's you know, the technology has been great and you know, it used to be just phone calls. And yeah. <laughs> um you know, the the online meetings has really, you know, kicked that up a notch. And, and also, you know, things like Twitter, where so there's people, you know, sometimes I talk to them face to face, sometimes I'll interact with them on Slack or Twitter. So there's this ongoing, you know, um, you know, because I've worked at by myself at home for, you know, a long time, and it was kind of isolating. And I don't really feel that way about it anymore. Um, because of between uh slack twitter and zoom and you, you know, must not have all those russian sex bots coming after you on twitter jim that's a feature not a bug right yeah, yeah, yeah. they line <laughs> up for jim and they start pulling out dollar bills <laughs> <laughs> but you know jim that's i think that's you're you're absolutely right about that. I'm and I'm still intrigued by the number of people who will not or prefer not to turn their camera on when doing a Zoom meeting. And, and there are articles about that all over the place. But you know, as but but it's like, well, then, kind of, what's the point? You know, if if you're if you're Correct. not, they're not going to ask you to close your eyes if you're talking to them in person. Yeah. Right, right, and and when, even when you're talking to somebody in person. You're, all, you're you're looking down at your notes or you're making reference, you're getting ready to say something. So you're not just always staring, you know, the person in the eye. Are, are we in are we in after dark right now or not? No, no, no not yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then I, 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 okay. I, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that in the after dark. All right. All right. Um, hey, I want to get the chat room in here because um I've I've intentionally left left them to uh, to get the last word. Um so, and I'll start up a little here, uh, but Brian said, it's always fascinating to see what the future looks like based on the area it was created. And obviously some of these comments are farther back in our conversation. Brad said the Jetsons were supposed to be 2062. It's not looking promising that we will get there in just 40 years. Not sure. Right. I, agree um, with that. I think this is the year George Jetson would be born. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure <laughs> this is his birth year. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, that'd be 40. Yeah, that yes. that's interesting, Jeff. Yeah. So, you know, and think about the last 40 years. You know, I'm not so sure that we might not get a lot closer. Um, and hey, Brian, can I take I mean, us on a tangent for a second? 
Well, sure, real fast. We came pretty close. I mean, if somebody from the Jets 20, 20 came two. here, you got it. You nailed it, Jeff. You nailed somebody it. from twenty twenty two. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. from from that long ago, if they came here and they saw us talking to computers and and devices, they'd be pretty impressed. I think they would. Pretty good. Ooh. Yeah. All right, so Chuck, here's my fast tangent. Okay. I have seen this uh, this theory online that the Flintstones and the and the Jetsons are actually happening at the same time, and uh, and it's a dystopian world where the people that have live up in the sky cities, like the Jetsons, and the people that were left behind to uh, to suffer and just try and claw to, claw out an existence on their own, they're living on the ground. And they're living in in a Stone Age environment, and that's the Flintstones. Wow. Okay. How's that for a dystopian future? I think it's more of a Doctor Strange alternate universe. Keep moving and keep moving. You fall behind. I think it's part of the multiverse, the Hanna-Barbera multiverse. (laughs) I like that. Uh, uh, Brian points out that in some ways we've passed the Jetsons and others we haven't. Good point. Um, and then there were a couple comments here about um, the 64K uh, of memory. You know, that we'll never need more than 64K of memory. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that work um, out for Bill Gates? Yeah. 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 Really. Um, Brad says, don't try to change the whole world. First, change yourself, and the world will follow one person at a time. Interesting. Um, Webb gave a round of applause to Carrot Top. <laughs> that was that's yeah. the man that ruined uh, Allison's career. Yeah, um, I could be cooking or Barry says I could be chicken cooking chicken right now, but I'm giving my Mac voices my attention and we do appreciate it, Barry. We do. No appreciate it. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> yeah. See, it's all uh, about life balance. That was probably yeah. in context to something we were talking about, but now it's just silly. Yeah, well, now it, it makes sense. <laughs> um, Brian says Ferris Bueller offered the advice. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you will miss it. Bueller. Zero. Ferris Bueller person. Um, yes. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Brad's, Brad, uh, this is a good bottom line to it. Um, Brad says college gives you the tools to think. Keep using the tools. You won't be given the answers. You have to come up with the answers. Be clever. Okay. Well said, Brad. Well said. Guys, this I know this, uh, for the folks tuning in on the recording, I know this is quite a bit different than our usual show, but I thought it would be interesting to see just what would come out of it. And I think um, a lot of great things come, came out of it, technology and not, not technology related. Uh, let's go around the room, let folks know where they can find you. And then um, we'll, we'll let, uh, who was it, Barry? Barry, get back to cooking his chicken. Um, uh, so let's see. Um, yeah, I'll just take the original order. Um, so David Ginsburg, where can folks find you? And thank you for sharing your advice. Oh, thank you. This was a, this was a great show. Really appreciate it. You can find me at in touch with iOS at in touch with iOS.com. Uh, we also can find me on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Dave G 65. I'm also on the Mac show on the British tech network on Fridays with a couple gentlemen here, as well as uh, I'm on Twitter at Dave G 65. Thanks again, John. Thank you, David. Mark Fuccio, appreciate uh, your your sage wisdom. Where can folks uh, get in touch with you? On uh, Twitter, uh, at Mark Fuccio, M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O, all one word. 
and uh, let's uh, let's see what happens uh, with Twitter going forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point, Mark. We may have to all change some of our notation. As as a backup plan B, they can get me uh, on LinkedIn. <laughs> Great, I love it. I love it. Barry just put in the chat. Where were all of you when I graduated? I could have used all this wisdom about forty years ago. Good episode. <laughs> we were sitting in a in a three two bar somewhere, yeah. pretending like we had all the answers and drinking crappy beer. Yeah. I was ten years old. I don't know how I don't know how old you were, but, but I wasn't drinking crappy beer, Ted. All right, forty years ago. Yeah, you're right. We we were we were all excited because Star Wars. Sixteen. Oh, brother. I was, I was I was ten. I was I was. Probably playing with Transformers. I mean, Star Wars was old by Star Wars was seventy seven. Yeah, seventy seven. Yeah. Look, I didn't say I was doing math well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Mr. Math Wiz, Jeff Gammon, thank you for uh, for sharing your your thoughts. Uh, where can folks find you? Apparently, they can find me in a remedial math class. Uh, but once I finish that, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jay Gamut on both youtube.com slash Jay Gamut for some occasional videos and, uh, here on Tuesdays with, with you. Thanks for letting me come back. Um, and, uh, Thursdays on the big show and Thursday evenings, because Dave keeps letting me come back on in touch with iOS and then uh, Fridays on the Mac show and Brian Chaffin and I have teamed up for the context machine. Our most recent episode, we offered our thoughts on the final episode of season two, Star Trek Picard and the premiere episode of Star Trek, strange new worlds. You. Ooh, is that out yet? It is. Is okay. I didn't show, no, but you have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I no, I meant the, I meant the no, it, it's out. It's out. Okay. So, yeah. Did my cue ready to listen? Okay. I've, I'm going to have to look. It wasn't in mine as of. Oh, there, there it is. Okay. I feel better. Thought I was being left out or something. Thank you, Jeff. Warren Sklar, thank you for uh, for sharing your, your bits of wisdom and your Rodney Dangerfield picture. Where can uh, folks find you? <laughs> First of all, it feels a little unsettling that we didn't talk about anything really Mac related. I don't, it's going to be weird sleeping tonight, to be honest with you. <laughs> because, um, but um, yeah, no, I, yeah, just wrap it up. You know, I, I don't, I, I'm here because I like to be here. So um, this is not, you know, I know you, you guys have, uh, all of you have more of a podcast uh presence but i'm just here because it's fun and i enjoy it and tonight was fun too um where can you find me um dave hopefully i'll be there thursday with you um i should be but i'm uh in transit to the beach uh facebook back to the future group um that's about it great thank you warren thanks last but absolutely not least the man that started us out tonight mr jim ray jim thank you for uh for all your your sage wisdom where can folks find you uh, well, you can find me at ProView.com, P-R-O-V-U-E.com, which you could have sort of found me at 40 years ago. I mean, there wasn't a website, but I've been, I've been at the same company since before that. Um, and uh, Twitter, uh, ProViewGym on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I feel like uh, for Warren, I should say something about Max. 
WWDC is coming up. Okay, we discuss Max. Nice. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Warren will sleep better now. Um, I definitely want to thank Brittany Smith for stopping by. I know her schedule was tight tonight, but thank you, Britt. Um, good to have you and, and your your thoughts as well. And definitely thank you to the chat room. Uh, a lot of fun comments going on in there. Um, we obviously can't cover them all, but uh, yeah, love you guys. Love love having you here every th- every Tuesday. I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Once again, we do this uh, every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are, on youtube.com slash TV. We would love to have you join us uh, and to throw your comments and thoughts into the chat room so we can kick those around and uh, add them to our collection of information. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.